Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Thursday, and you know what that means. The three amigos are back. How you doing, Dion? Howdy. Doing great. Ready for round two. I really look forward to Thursdays. Yeah, Thursdays are a lot of fun for me as well. How you doing, Matt? I look forward to Thursdays as well. I'm ready to go as much as I can be. Awesome. Well, guys, one of the things that I, I've been talking about, you've heard me, and we've all talked about it, is I believe a housing slowdown is coming, not a crash. And sometimes it's hard to articulate what a slowdown means because everybody hears the word slowdown and they think crash. I'm like, those words are not connected, right? The slowdown might mean less transaction, but not necessarily lower prices. So lo and behold, we have this private Facebook group that's attached to my course, right? Uh, how to get started one rental at a time. Uh, one of my very early students posted a picture of a house he just got, uh, just closed on, and he gave us some numbers. And so I printed it out. I will show it on the camera. I was going to show it on the computer and realize that my camera's up here now. So I guess you can't really see that. Anyways, here's the house. Looks like a little cute house with a high-pitched yeah. roof. But here's the important part. The house is listed on October 5th, 21, for 95 grand. I'm sure the person that listed that was probably reaching. It was still, the market was kind of hot. Um, so they were probably reaching. Uh, it looks like three weeks later, no nibbles, no bites. They probably, they brought it down to a price that was probably more realistic at, let's just call it 90 grand, $5 short of 90 grand, 89,995. This stayed on the market. It went on and off a couple of different times. And our student closed on March 2nd for $78,000. That's awesome. So again, first listing in October closes in March. That's rough and tough six months. This is what a housing slowdown looks like. Because what you're not seeing behind these numbers and the fact that I've done this for so long is somebody brings something out and they go for the moon, especially in the market we were just at. How many of us have seen a price in anything in our buy box that you're like, I can't believe they're asking that. And then it's sold. I'm sure you guys have seen that. What do you think, Dion? Well, actually, my brain went in like three different directions. I'm going to grab one of them. Uh, The danger to investing at a distance is is when you see a deal that comes out on the market of 90, 95,000. In my area, a falling down shack that needs at least $100,000 worth of repairs goes for 300,000. That's a house for 300,000 would need $100,000 in work. So you look at a market where 90 or 95, it looks really good. There is a reason why all of the local investors who's investors who are looking at the market every day have passed on it because yes. its value was in the 70s. Great. Because a house is worth what somebody's willing to pay. So in this case, luckily a, a distance investor didn't find a bad deal and jump on it. Yes. And um, the one thing that can lower housing prices, it's it's not it's not rates it's not wages it's not war it's nothing the only thing on the planet that lowers the price of a house is time on market 
No matter what happens with comps, when a seller lists something, the longer it sits on the market, the, that's what causes the price to come down. Mm -hmm. So yeah. a slowdown means that, and it can be prices don't go up as fast Could because be. people were making over asking offers, waiving contingencies, that goes away. So now they're still going up. That's the slowdown. Yep. It doesn't mean that they drop. It, it might mean that it becomes harder to find the right deals. If rates go up and prices go up and rents don't, oh, so yep. that's the three factors, mm -hmm. then it becomes harder to find the deal. Mm -hmm. And so someone like me who buys one or two properties a year, I might not even notice. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is just that when it's time to look for a property, it takes me you know, one week to four weeks and somewhere in there, I'll find one. But that person that's buying five to 10, 15 deals a year, they might notice a slowdown. Absolutely. They might do two or three transactions instead of 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. And Matt, what were your takeaways from that? Uh, look, you know. Walk yeah, I mean, we, we're seeing and, you know, we're seeing a little bit of inventory come on. Um, and it's just stupid price. It's just. That's, that's where, I mean, why not? Right. I mean, the whole right? idea is I just need one. I just need one stupid buyer. So let's put it at. 20 you know this is like 20 percent higher than it ultimately sells for right why not yeah they just need and one just need one and two is even better yeah two you is know the best. but yeah but and you find that and so yeah i saw i've seen a couple um one came on this week and i'm just i sent it to a bunch of buddies of mine and i was just like I want whatever they're smoking. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is some good stuff. That I is that say. is that stuff is clearly expensive, and they need to sell the house for that much to cover their expenses. Like it's the number was insanity, and you know the uh, the the cost was I want to say the house was put on the market for right around four hundred, and the, it's a duplex, and the rents are nineteen hundred bucks. Wow. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know and it's just like i mean i guess you can try it but that house will not appraise that house i mean that house is and and i've actually seen that house i saw that house five years ago <laughs> so i'm pretty sure it didn't get that much better with age based on everything i'm seeing from the outside so yeah i think you, you look at it and you say now is the time better than it ever has been to do the homework understand what you're doing really understand your market and then when that one sits, other people don't go back and revisit. So that mm -hmm. might sit for 60 days. It might sit for 30 days. It might go in and out of contract a couple of times because I know it has some inspection issues. Yeah. I'll, you know, and for me, I actually made an offer on that property probably six months ago at three and a quarter. Yeah. And to me, it was worth three and a quarter and it yeah. probably still is worth about that. So if I can get a $75,000 discount over, you know, over a list price, yeah, we'll yeah. talk. 25% off. Yeah. So the other thing I really, I love about this example is it's somebody that's just doing the work. Mm -hmm. You've got to be patient, right? A slowdown is just that you go from hundred to 80 to 60. It doesn't go to a, it, it's not a rug pull as me, Kevin loves to say, housing doesn't work that way, right? It's listed on the fifth. It has its first drop, price drop three weeks later when they, they didn't get the reach price. And then you close at 78. The second is He's, he knows the dates that the price drops. That's why you build your spreadsheet. You have a buy box, you build a spreadsheet, you add dates. When did it happen? When did it come on? When did it come off? When did it do this? When did it, all of that data is interesting because when it's slowdown happens, you're going to find the motivated seller because one of two things are happening. 
in this house, right? In this house right here, one of two things are going to happen. One, the seller needs out some way. They will eventually accept some price. And in this case, the, the right answer was 78 grand, almost 20% 20 below yeah. what he was asking for because he need, he or she needed out. The other answer could have been, I don't need to be out that bad. You guys don't understand. My house is special. I'll wait. It's worth 90 grand. And if I don't get my number, I will take it off the market and sell it later. Those are the only two options. We've, we, we saw that. We actually watched a house um, very close to our own that went on the market first. It went on the market two years ago at 9.95. Okay. It just sold for 1.175. Same owners. Same owners. They so, chased the market up. Oh, so they, they listed on, it, didn't get it, listed it higher. They went 9.95, didn't get it. I know what the problem is. The price is too low. Let's do it for 1.1. One, one. And then didn't get that. And then they were offered 9.95 on the 1.1 one, one, and they didn't take it. And then they were like, I know what the problem is. We didn't raise the price high enough. And so then they raised it to 1.25 million. And and then we're sitting there and I'm laughing and I was like, this just seems completely counterintuitive to me. I don't get it. But their position was, we don't need to leave. And when we do leave, we're going to get our number. Now you can die on that hill. You could. Plenty. You, you plenty, better be ready to stay there. Plenty have died on that hill. But for them, it was, we know that there's a tight enough inventory that we'll eventually get what we need. And you know what? They got 1.175 million, which is nuts. It's not, it wasn't worth the 995. No. It's still not worth the 995. And the crazy thing is the people who bought it, guess what? Cash buyer, don't care. Going to be here three months a year. That's what they bought the house for. They're not even going to move into it full time. It's a three, it's a three or four month a year house. And they, and they wrote the check and they're just like, Hey, that's great. And I'm just sitting there going, I think we got to sell our house. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Matt, you say this often. It's only yeah. math, right? Yeah. Okay. But there, there's there's kindergarten, grade school, high school, sure. college, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. When we first look at real estate, we think if I buy cash, I don't have leverage. So I'm, I have the safest position and possibly the best cash on cash return because I don't have any leverage. Sure. But then we think if I do a smaller down payment, we, we learn the math, I can gain appreciation on four times what I put into this because they, the bank isn't getting the appreciation on the leverage. Yep. And then we go, what's my cash on cash return? versus my cash on equity return. So cash on equity is where bigger pockets just did that thing of don't use cash on cash, use cash on equity. So they're trying to explain that. There's another, another level above that um, that you basically just referenced. And, and most investors do. I look at my market, I know what's good, I'll, I'll buy the great deals. And then that person just bought a negative cash flow, terrible deal I never would have done. So our brain says that's a bad deal. Mm -hmm. North Colorado Dawn uh, in my live stream the other day basically kind of said something similar. I can't believe people are paying this price. The next level of math is when we recycle capital. There are people who don't look at the cash on cash return of the amount of capital they're investing. They're looking at the cash on cash return of that original investment. If they buy a $100,000 house for 20,000 down, eventually it gets paid off. They take that out and they, they take that and the house is appreciated to two or 300,000. They sell it, they 1031, that two or 300,000 into the next property. They're looking at with a $20,000 investment I'm getting a cash on cash return of 600% right. because the numbers have scaled. They can buy a bad deal 
And, and there are people who do, they look at the math that way. So when we see it, we always talk about the crystal ball of knowing what's gonna happen in the future with real estate. We don't have a crystal ball to see what's in the mind of the other buyers and the other sellers and what their position is. So as an investor, when we see somebody else that took a deal we never would have taken, there are factors we don't see. And until that goes away, we're not really gonna see the big housing slowdown people expect. It, it gets harder and harder to find a place. So we talk about people that wanna have their starter home and sell it to their, their next home. But when there's limited inventory and they need to because of family size growth or they need to move the parents in or whatever the change is, we'll start to see deals happen more and more where it looks like that person's losing a ton of money. We would lose money if we did the down payment, we would need to buy it. Mm -hmm. But if they're recycling capital and they're looking at the math that way, I think we'll see that happen more and more. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that house sold in 2013 for 585. And it just sold for 117. <laughs> 1175. A double. Yeah. So yeah. that person who had it has all of that capital that just came <clears throat> in to put somewhere else and mm -hmm. could buy what looks like a bad deal because they're basing on whatever it took to buy the five something when they got it. Mm -hmm. instead of what they're actually getting when they sell. I'm not saying that's smart or the right way to go. I'm saying some people do that. Mm -hmm. Well, and it just also shows you too, it's like they, these people that bought this house are out of market. Yeah, of course. Right? They're, they're out of market. They don't, they're not sitting there going, man, that's crazy for that area. Only all of us silly locals are, right? Exactly. So, and we saw that a lot. Like when we put our house before this one on the market, um, that we moved, that we sold, uh, that I'd redone. We had 13 showings the first weekend. This was two years ago before COVID. We had all these showings. And the crazy thing about it was, is that with those 13 showings, 12 out of the 13 were people that were out of state. Hmm. And so it's just, again, what's really amazing to me is I think it's amazing that people that are even looking to make the most expensive purchase that they're ever going to make in their lives don't do enough research in the market that they're buying to really understand, is this historically a, oh my word number that maybe I'll never touch it again because 1175, I mean, hopefully they're comfortable there. Cause I mean, it was on for 1.25 for a year yeah, and didn't, didn't never sell. So clearly they never got to the 1175. Yeah. So again, what this video really is for me, folks, is the housing slowdown is coming. You're only going to see it if you're doing the work. It takes daily discipline. Write down the dates things happen. The real estate market does not rug pull you. It takes days, weeks, and months for you to see. So track what's happening. Track when things change, when they come off and they go. And again, you will be able to get deals. And the best thing about this when you do the work is you will find the motivated seller. This person clearly got motivated. They clearly want it out because if they didn't, they just would have took it off the market. That was, they only had two options by being on the market from February or October 5th until sometime in February, we closed uh, March 2nd. You learned something. You just learned. So pay attention, daily discipline, look at your buy box. Don't get distracted. Do the work, talk to more people. The housing slowdown is where you're going to get your great deals, but it takes work. Don't be lazy. Dion, how can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Live streams are Tuesday afternoons, 4 p.m. that last as long as the questions do.
That's so awesome. And Matt? I'm Jack Landler on YouTube, Sunday mornings, 1130 a.m. Eastern time for the live stream and Lumberjack Landlord on Instagram. Very cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Ciao.